What's up, Juventini? And uh, yeah, I wish this was a victory Sunday, but man, when it rains, it pours. This is starting to feel all too familiar, and we got a lot to talk about, everybody, okay? And it's kind of... That game yesterday felt like everything <laughs> Lou, Joe, and myself discussed about just these current feelings and the situations mm -hmm. with the players and manager, it just felt like we saw all of it unfold right before our eyes. All these concerns, all these doubts, just kind of all these question marks. And it feels like, I don't know, everybody's just left feeling the exact same way, no matter what stance you were making or you were taking as far as mm -hmm. coach versus players, which was the big theme of the show yesterday. But uh, Anth... Man, we got a lot to tackle today, and we're going to get your thoughts and input. And I think today we're going to let the Army kind of dictate how this one goes today. Yeah, I'm here for just, I'm here for mental support. I'm here to support you. I'm here to support the Army. You know, try to bring balance to this. But yes, yesterday that was a flaming dog, pile of dog shit that we just have to stomp out. You have to stomp out. You have to clean off your boots, and we got to move forward somehow. I don't know how, but yeah, we got to figure gonna... it out. We're going to have Max to figure something out, that's for sure, all right? We are going to take a couple uh, minutes here, let everybody kind of get in here and get fired up. Alex get P, up. ciao, ciao, ciao. Starting on, hey, man, you know, it's uh, my daughter's birthday, by the way, so a big birthday shout-out to Lennon, who turns five today, <laughs> and uh, we probably could have used her on the pitch yesterday, I'll tell you that much. She's a little firecracker, but, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, she uh, keeps us on her toes celebrates her birthday today what a wild one yesterday with like i don't know how many kids at the bouncy castles i was dropping elbows off the top rope like awesome. macho man it was awesome that's amazing all right but yeah good you time know what's at even least better than that by all of there ciao ciao mm ciao adam that. let the depression continue no depression no depression okay on adam we don't have control over what they do bad. out there we just kind of dissect analyze and uh still at the end of the day support and we'll see what happens tony tramperto mm -hmm. and good day all right let's go and the birthday wishes for lennon much appreciated everybody mm -hmm. all right we got mal in here not uh a frequent just because of time so we always appreciate when he does make it in here all right so let's go now as far as this game okay we're gonna get to the lineup which i think nobody really had any concerns no. with you know bremer was out so tech gatti rugani danilo cross the back yet cambiaso mckinney look at deli rabio kostic you had yildiz and you had vlaovic up top now of course after the game and whatnot you know question marks come up about personnel decisions and everything but we are going to talk after we get through the highlights and talking points about making these decisions Okay, and why I kind of feel a certain way about what Max has done. And we'll we'll take it from there, okay? But mm -hmm. as far as the game goes, uh, I got to say, it's it, it was kind of wild, like, how it started off, like, so just wide, wide open in terms mm -hmm. of uh, Verona coming at us and us going back at them. And, man, 
10 minutes in, we get stung. This one was, this guy's going to take, for, for lunch, he's going to take this shot another 2,000 times and never get it like that. 100% okay? correct. And, right. and that was, uh, like I said, when it rains, it pours. Mm -hmm. This guy could do that another 2,000 times. He ain't hitting it like he did there. Credit to him. Kudos to him. Nice goal, okay? 1-0 down for Juventus. Now, Juve, again, like I said, we were still going back and forth with them. I never felt comfortable this entire game with how much space they had to work against us and how easy it was for them to get down into our final third and everything like that. So there was a big time issue there for Juventus. And I will remind everybody that this is in a 3-5-2 that is set up to literally support our mid, stabilize and give us defensive coverage and everything. And we got carved up like it was just brutal to watch okay but we'll continue on because Juve puts pressure on ultimately leading to a long throw in from McKinney and I think most mm -hmm. of his a lot of his uh you know assistance in attack is probably those long throw-ins okay so it's this like one a quarter kick yeah gets over to uh Costage. he takes a rip which I'm fine with gets lucky hits uh the defender's hand which was sticking out Hey, okay, mm -hmm. let's take it. PK, Vlaovic yep. steps up. Beautiful PK. Love it. Equalizes. Love okay, we're back in. Let's wake the fuck up. That's what we were all saying. Wake up now. <laughs> okay, wake up yep. now. But nothing outside of that really changed. And to be honest, like the rest of the first half, it was just a lot of blunders. The same blunders a lot of us have been talking about for a while with these players making brutal decisions and the commentator was pointing this out left right and he goes i just he goes and and especially with costage he was ripping on costage he goes i just don't understand these passes and these decisions he goes they are taking away potential opportunities for hits on target or chances and he said the final balls in for the forwards we're piss poor. He never once mentioned a different strategy or different approach or anything. He just said these guys are not mm -hmm. hitting the mark. And yeah, we we were getting into the end. final third. Like we were getting into the final third. Yeah. Like, let's not say that we weren't. Uh, early on, I think Yilitz had one or two block shots inside the eighteen. He had he had a couple of good chances. Just the defender did well to block it. Whether he took too much time, whether the pass was too slow to get there. So I'm not. I don't think we we had some half chances, but nothing clear cut based on like what you're saying on the amount of space that we had. Should have had way more chances in that first half, at least something on target. Because I don't even know how many shots we got on target in the first half. I didn't even check that. But yeah, just it just wasn't clean. It's just why. But I will say defensively, yes, they had. They had their space. They had their opportunities to, you know, maintain possession in and around the area. I I never really felt uncomfortable with the amount of time they had. Verona wasn't going to sting us. Well, they did, it, but they just they didn't they didn't have that sort of. They don't have that player that's going to come out and sting you. It's so it's it was going to be our own mistakes. And that's why I say like, the whole time I've been saying I'm with this sh like sticking with this. If you go back to earlier in the season is because mm -hmm. of what we saw yesterday. Turnovers. 
mm -hmm. turn the ball over in the final third so much. So for me, when people are talking about tactics, approach, and style, like we're getting there. We're, we're getting, getting there. there. We're getting where we need to be. Mm -hmm. That final decision and everything like that for me is like, I, from even my playing days, and that we'll get you talking about your playing days. Mm -hmm. I've never had a coach explain or teach to me a million different scenarios and what to do in every single instance in that. No, like it's that I've never seen a coach do that. Okay. And I've mm -hmm. played mid i've played attack i've played out as fullback like i played every i've never seen a coach when i've been in an attacking position okay playing up there say hey if this happens this is what i want you to do if this 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 no mm -hmm. i've never seen that these the decisions are made by the players the coach chooses who he wants to ride with out of who he has in his group and who's making mm -hmm. better decisions more frequently. And for that and Costage, I agree with the criticisms then if we're making a decision, a call on Costage. And yes, Alex, the rules were the same when I was playing to what they are, except <laughs> I do remember being able to pass it back to the goalie and they could pick it up with their hands. I, I actually, yeah. I do remember this. You, you must remember that too. I remember, I, I remember that too, but it wasn't actually still in like while I was going through a plane, but I do remember, I remember the summer. I do remember the summer where the, our coach said, okay, <laughs> you can't pass it back. You can, but he can't. We're like, well, what about with like his thigh? Yes. What about, yeah, we, you have to explain it. We're like, oh, yeah. Okay. Anyways, oh, anyways we digress. Alex B taking shots early on here. Easy, easy. Okay. So I no, just, so it, it just comes back to, it just comes back to fundamentals. It's yeah. really and what, what what do players have to do with the ball do you have a shot on net you take it if you don't what's the next thing you do you find someone who does have a shot on net if that's not the next pass what is it you find an open player it's just but the basic fundamentals were just it just kind of gets lost in the final third and that's not something that's new to yesterday yeah don't kid don't kid yourselves that's been around for i know there was there's been good stretches here i have the numbers up we've been scoring in bunches here and there and having good win streaks but those are like one nothing two nothing wins like we've had this problem all year. Yeah. Yesterday it's, was like, it was really magnified. Yeah, that just it's the errors. It's the errors and it helped Verona come back at us mm -hmm. because we were coughing the ball up so much. I think Rabio finished with like a pass percentage just over uh, just under 70%. And somebody can maybe correct. I think he finished with a pass percentage of 67%. Costage. Uh was yeah. getting up there we were all forward if he's the left wing back and he was throwing the ball i don't even know where now again we'll move forward we'll get to second half here but that's what i saw and i think it played to verona's hand 46 minute they start off they start off coming right at a second half and this is mm -hmm. player for me player attitude and you could take uh, Allegri into account here for the attitude, the demeanor coming out through the second half because it was flat. It was flat. Okay. Now, we again, you and I, we've been not flip-flopping on Allegri, but we're, we're Allegri backers because we're the manager backers for this team. He has to take some onus for how this yeah. team comes out in the second half. Yeah. You, it yeah. can't be like, oh, these players don't know what they're doing. And look, it's Max's tactics, but there's also the – the part of 
getting the players ready mentally for this game and for the second half. And that is something that hasn't happened since that Empoli draw. Yeah. And I will say this because yesterday I said on the show, out of the three of us, Lou was the one that came right out and said, I am fine sticking with Allegri still for one Mm -hmm. more year. I said, I'm neither Allegri in, neither Allegri out. Okay. Because for me, I'm just going to analyze everything that I see. I will give the coach his heat where he gets it. I will give the players their heat where they get it. But second half, I think he does have to take some heat for how flat they come out. And the players have to do it too. But this is going to play into what I have to say on the second goal for Verona. Okay. Because they start off, they come out as hot. They get a header just over Chesney's goal. Okay. But he's on it. 52nd minute. This is absolutely it's just shambles from Juventus, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Absolute fucking shambles. I was livid, okay? Absolutely livid. We stood there and watched this goal develop. Yeah. Okay? So, Kostic is on the outside. Our three midfielders. Not, none of those three have any fucking clue where the players are for Verona, okay? And Rabio was mm-hmm. working on the left side with Kostic has no idea that a player has made a move in behind him. Kostic is aware. He sees it. He fucking takes two steps there and then stops. This forces yeah. Danilo to bail out on the man he's fucking watching. He jumps forward. Guess what? You're dead to rights now because they poke the ball by and then yeah. uh, whatever the hell this guy's name is, I don't even know Noslani or whatever the fuck, Noslin. He scores. And I was losing my fucking mind at how brutal that goal is. And I said, if I'm Max Allegri at that point, and I even tweeted it right at that second, I said, take these clowns out and put all the young kids in. And I don't even think these guys would get the message because I don't think they have the brains, the balls, or the fucking guts. That goal is pathetic to allow. That's how I felt. And it's here yours, but I was livid. Uh, yeah, it was just too easy. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're one, one, you're, I know you're one, one, you're away. You're kind of down yourselves, but you, you can't, you're gifting that, that you're gifting goals to people. That's just, you can't have these mental lapses. And that's what, that's what this whole game's been. That's what the last three games have been just mental lapses. You can't do it. And Max has said this, you got to stay focused, but that is also on you, Max. And is that getting your message across? Is that, to your point, switching out the players, making changes at halftime? Now, if if he had made changes at halftime, might have burnt us <clears throat> even more, excuse me, with uh, the Daniel injury at the end of the game. But, man, something had to change at halftime, and it did, and, and it I, cost us. Just I see a goal like that where they're watching. You know what? You can watch from the bench. That's where mm-hmm. you can watch if you're going to be out there the bus, and you want to you want a better view. I'll give you a better view. You could sit on the bench and watch the goals if that's how you want to play. I would have brought in Caviglia. Locatelli can get out. I would have brought in Moretti even though he hasn't done anything to warrant it. But send a message because this shit can't fly and they can't get a pass for it. Max will take the heat, but these guys have to step up. That's just unacceptable. That's an embarrassing goal to allow. Now, nonetheless, we carry on, okay? And mm-hmm. we didn't have to wait very long. We got back at them, okay? 
Uh, they made an, a brutal error at the back. Locatelli pounced on it, gets the ball over to Rabio quickly. He slots home, okay? Slots home, and that's probably all he did that game, but it was big. At least we can get a point out of this thing or whatever, but let's approach it. Let's get after the win. And the thing is, they made a push, and again, we were getting final third. There's just not a whole lot there. Alcaraz enters, Chiesa enters. Chiesa had an opportunity in the area, and he missed it on his left foot, trying to go far post, got it over the goal. In the 91st, he works a Hang great a give and go. With Hang on. That Chiesa miss, he's done this before this season. That's got to be on target. What are we talking about? Has to be on target. Like has to, it's it's foot, almost right foot. it's almost exactly like that one earlier in the season, but he was more central and right at That's the top right. of the 18. That's but right. It's got to be on target. I don't give a shit if it's your off foot. He did play well, though. I will say, as Mark says, he played well. But those have to be on target give, for your top care. guys. That's got to be on target. I do not care how well you played. That he has works to be on target. A great give and go with Alcaraz in the 91st minute. Oh. That's got to get. And I mean, he hit target. Montipo made a, you know, a Hextall-like kick save. But kick save to beauty. I feel like got to be in the back of the net. You gotta hammer that at home. If man. that's Dusan, if that's Dusan Vlaovic, this group chat right here would be going would be on fire right now. Yeah. Get him out of my club. That guy's got it. That's what we pay him to do. Didn't hear a lot about that with Takiasi yesterday. He had yeah. two chances to score. Yeah. Gotta but, be the same. Gotta be the same thing. But he did he did play well. He played better he than did. he did against uh sure. Udinese, I will say but that. But his job uh, is to score. In, that's what in he the gets paid thing. For. At the end of the day, though, we're in the same spot, okay? Here's mm -hmm. a draw, okay, against uh, Verona, which may as well have been a loss. And for me, this match was uh, pathetic. It was uh, overall pathetic. Um, I didn't like the uh, I, I didn't like overall. the goal we allowed. I didn't like how suspect we looked at the back and people that are okay selling Bremer. That is all the evidence I need to say fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously at like i am nowhere near that point after watching that i don't i don't get the bremer sale people. so for me i try to understand people but that one i just i don't get. for me that's a hell no okay like that that showed me okay gatti i think had a brutal game i don't i don't think he was strong enough i think he made he got even into that questionable situation there where everyone's trying to tell him like hey take it easy don't lose your heads and that tells me that there's some doubt amongst the players themselves as to who's gonna who's actually focused and who's staying locked in and where we are mm -hmm. and it shows me that we're a little loose there but I didn't like Gatti's performance. I did not like Rabio's performance. Um, Kostic, like, it's just, it was bad. Who performed it was... well? What? You want to also, who performed? I think it's a shorter list. Honestly, who performed well yesterday? Honestly, one of the signs that I think kind of tells us more about what's going on right now is that I think an 18-year-old played probably steady throughout the whole game, and it was Keenan Yildiz, and I liked his attitude throughout the entire match and I think it was up there and that kind of speaks volumes but I did like I, I don't think I had any problems with Vlaovic in his game I don't think I had really any problems with Cambiasso other than some decisions out of what he was doing but uh at the back I think they were pretty rough man 
they were pretty rough scattered. It didn't yeah. look controlled. It didn't look at ease. And the midfield, not enough. Not enough from the guys there. I thought not we started enough. to look better once Alcaraz came in. Yeah. And now we'll get into kind of this whole thing with Max and the players, okay? Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to – the chat, the AJC Army, you guys can dictate where this show goes Help us from out. here on out, okay? You steer. You guys storm the barn. It can be storm Fire the barn away. at any point. Fire the questions out about this current team and everything. But I'm going to explain something about how I feel with this team right now. I want to get Ant's thoughts, and then you guys mm -hmm. can drive this show. You guys can dictate it, okay? For me – when I look at this team and I kind of, I, I understand that people, you can look at this team on paper and you can say, yes, we can't have these results against 15 spot, 17 spot, 18 spot. I agree a thousand percent. Our players are better than that, but are they showing it? Are they showing it lined up to the men across from them on other teams? Because it's fine for us to say, our players are better than that. But why do we say that? Is it their wages? Or is it what they actually do on the pitch? Because a lot of the mm -hmm. time, what they do on the pitch doesn't just show me that they are better than what we are getting. They have shown that in games, which is why I'm not questioning our system or our style or approach. Yesterday, mm -hmm. yet again, we easily gain the... the final third, and we trip on our own dicks, left, right, and center, okay? We just keep stumbling. And yeah, I know, probably a better term out there, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> what are we doing? So are they showing it to us or are they not? Now, as far as the coaching aspect goes of it, this is why I kind of feel for the guy. As a coach, you decide who you want to ride or die with. And we mm -hmm. can question that maybe Max is using guys in roles that they're just not capable of, okay? Which is maybe fair. You, Such you're, as? You're asking Rabio to kind of drive offense and create and okay. or score a bunch of goals, but he did do it last year, but that's okay. Maybe he's not for that role. McKenny, mm -hmm. maybe he's not for that role. But somebody mm -hmm. pointed out to me, he's got 26 chances created, which is up there with other mids off Fiorentina, off Bologna, etc. But I said, where's the goal tally? Because it's not just about chance created. It's offensive-minded midfielders. It's technically sound midfield. It's everything. It's a lot more. Because, yeah, if you put his numbers next to Bonaventura, for instance, he's right up there with more chances created. However... Bonaventura's also got a bunch of goals and a bunch of assists and has strong numbers and is actually better technically than McKinney. So it's not apples to apples. However, if you want to change the roles of the players, what is Max going to do? Because Miretti has had a million opportunities to be that mm -hmm. creator out of the midfield and drive up. He hasn't done it. He hasn't been anywhere close to it, in my opinion. If you're mm -hmm. going to ask for what? Hans Nicolusi Caviglia? Like, I don't think he's going to be game-breaking for us, you guys. I think he can play in there, and I think he should get more minutes, but I'm not willing to make a claim like he is going to, uh, to uh, change 
the world, so to speak, around Juventus right now. It's yeah, who's who's this season's Rabio? Like Rabio was it last year? Who's who's doing that? Who's blowing it out the box this year? I don't think none of them. None of them out of the middle. So my thing is Max is make like he's given these guys so much leash. So mm-hmm. much leash. And mm-hmm. maybe to his fault. He should be going to these other names, but this is why I feel hard done by for him and kind of sympathize with him. So I don't think these other guys are going to get it done either, to be honest. And I don't think a system, if our midfield gets carved up sometimes the way they do in a 3-5-2, going to a 4-3-3, and then playing to the strengths, are our strengths these guys up top that, we gain the final third for them, but they cough the ball up left, right, and center. Is that our strength? Is that where we should push to? I think we open up a whole different can of worms. That's a good point. Like, for me, that's why I got infuriated yesterday because Max has give these guys a ton of leash. I just think, I, I, I don't think they're rewarding him, and they may have just quit on him again. And my it's final still- point, my final point mm-hmm. is, before we get to Anth, Taking the players, their consistency, and their accountability out of it, it feels like it's these past two years all over again. And even if he isn't at fault, we can't keep hitting this stone wall. Mm -hmm. And sooner or later, you do just have to change that, even if it isn't all on him. Because you can't, we can't keep hitting this brick fucking wall year in year out and it happens he the is time. in a seat that takes the brunt of the heat those are my thoughts everybody we're gonna get ants and then you guys can uh can fire away uh and yeah so for this one i'm leaning a little bit more on it being the players giving up than it is Max letting the players down. Because if you, up until the Empley game, we were rolling, right? We had one loss on the season. Everything's going well, you know, second place easily, no issues. You know, we're probably going to get some draws here and there, you know, maybe some more big wins. But we just, we hit this run. Even Max said it in his post-game presser. He says, one thing I didn't like what he said, and maybe hopefully this is just, something missed in translation. He said, we need to rebuild the fire slowly. That's the one thing I'll put on Max. I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to light this son bitch up as fast as you can because you can't keep rolling with this. Somebody put it in the, in the notes here, and it's true. We're only nine points up on Bologna with 13 games to go. Yeah. You, you, the way we're playing now, we're not going to lose three games in that 13-game stretch? Mm. The other point is, another thing he said was, we have to get over the disappointment of Empley and Inter. Yeah, that was uh, that was two weeks ago. You guys should be over that by now. So that's that's on him as well. But we haven't changed the players. Like we, if you look at the record that we had before that Empoli game, it's the same players. It's the same system. We haven't changed anything. So for me, I put fifty one percent of it on the players' attitude, and I put forty nine percent of it on Max getting them ready for these games. We have one game a week. What are we doing all week? Maybe you want to know something. Is uh, put that to the AGC Army. Is that a detriment because you have all week to stew on it and you don't have those Champions League or midweek games uh, 
to sort of you have to rebound quickly and start thinking about something else. Is that is it too much time to stew on on those losses or those down games? But they got there is no light in this fire slowly. They got to turn this around quick. Yeah. We got some I, tough I'm ones with in you. March. I mean, you you can't sit there and dwell on that, but this also plays into uh these players and mentality and everything. Like I I just see the fragility in this side. Mm-hmm. And yesterday like this whole kind of span now shows me they're just not as mentally strong as I was giving them credit for going on that run, not seeing blackouts where we were all kind of hesitant and waiting and concerned about the blackouts. They look a completely different side. And if they're going to break yes. that easily, well, why are they breaking that easily? Is it is that coach, is that players? Because the majority of our fan base puts it on coach. Your mentality is driven by the coach. It's everything. But at the same time, you're watching these guys on the pitch and have a little bit of pride. Have a little bit of fucking pride. Mm-hmm. I, I can't give a pass to anybody in this instance right now, coach or players. I just, I felt like it was pathetic yesterday. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just, I don't understand it. Yeah. Am I at a point where the majority of our fan base believes a coach comes in and would do way better with this side? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I actually don't think so. Um, You know, how much better? Would it be better? Okay, maybe a bit, but how much better? I, I don't know, you guys, but there's definite issues that we have there, but certain ones that I don't think we can avoid are the fact that we are still missing some roles in terms of the roster. You know, yep. how different could things have been with a Fajoli available this season? And maybe with Pogba, even for whatever, 20 games, 15 mm-hmm. games, whatever, I would take him at 15 games over anybody else I've seen in the midfield. Yep. Alcarez has just gotten here. So, he could maybe play a part down the stretch. All I know is whatever the hell happens, we have to turn this around. In the summer, though, I think I'm, there is big changes coming, to be honest. I thought three players. I think it's gonna I think I think they might need more. I I I can't see, you know, Juntali and Mana, whatever, like not seeing the gaps. Not seeing the holes. I think like Calvo is a big, like he's a big proponent of the DNA. Like he's a big DNA guy. And that's why like when we heard all the time about, you know, um, wants to bring in X players, wants these Juventini around, was big on Juntoli coming in and everything like that. Like he is a big proponent of that. I can't see him looking at this and thinking okay this is all right or we can continue with this like i just i can't see it i i can't see it everybody so store I, in the barn if you want to scroll up a little bit i think there is going to be uh some changes here here i just missed a couple because the chat's just firing here but uh i'll try to uh just Gear fire them again if you had one in there that we go, I'll go with the first one that's popping up uh, right now. And it's right here from Mark. And it's, can you think of an instance when Max has said he got it wrong? It is always outward. He generally protects his players, 
but he always protects himself. It is what I hate the most. You know mm. what? If I look at Max's pressers, and I said this, I can't remember how long ago I said it, but he's like, even at the best of times, he gets um, a lot of shit, a lot of shit and a lot of flack. And sometimes I feel like the pressers, and I'm not going to say I'm not kind of annoyed by some of the things he says because I have and I've openly discussed them, but sometimes I feel like they're jabs at the disrespect, you know, and like mm -hmm. he's doing it purposely. Um, I, I just... Almost like he doesn't want to give him anything to write about. Just yeah, it's just facts, it, it's, and that's it. It's 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 uh, one of those things, right? But as far as accountability for himself, it has kind of frustrated me probably more so the first two years than it has this year, uh, because the first two years we heard a lot about players missing and players injured and all that and whatnot. But to be honest, this year. He hasn't really said fuck all about Pogba and Fajoli. And yeah. he's talked about this team and the guys moving forward he in has, general. Yeah. But I understand. I understand the frustrations with Max's words. But, I mean, if I'm looking at coaches around there, are any coaching options 100% Klopp? who everybody's on his dick right now, whines and complains like no tomorrow. Fucking complains like crazy. One of the things that bothers me about him. Okay. Pep. Pep acts like he hasn't spent all the money in the world. Like a billion dollars. What are we talking about here? Mm -hmm. I could pick apart any coach you give at me. So I'm not going to put a lot of weight on what, the words are anymore because it's more so what's getting done and what we have to work with and what the players are. But I could, I could easily go at anybody for words or comments. They say, sorry, sorry, walked in here and said, our players are untrainable. Mm -hmm. Like, what are we talking about here? You know, like it's at the end of the day, we just got to look at the results. And like I said, Max is choosing who he wants to ride or die with while I don't believe these players are doing shit. Um, these, he's going to probably take the hit for it because I don't think he's got other alternatives. And I, I think saw someone, someone, someone wrote in here, oh, black mom, but Klopp brings, yeah, but Klopp brings results. Not in Italy. Yes. Hasn't brought them in Italy before. Klopp it's spent a, it's barely any, like, not much less than Pep, okay? Oh, Deserbi, don't get me started on Deserbi's words, okay? If we're talking about a guy who's happy to be here, participation ribbons, I would rather lose my way. Okay, well, right there, you lost me. Right there, he lost me. When he says, I would rather lose, I'm just happy to coach the game the way I believe it. Wow, no thank you, okay? No, thank See, that's you. That's not going to fly. That's not going to fly Juventus. Neither so is. So we can uh, pick apart any of these yeah, guys. Right. But the thing is, like I said, we can't keep hitting these 
these stone walls. And that's why I think Max is ultimately going to say, going to see his goodbye. Okay. Um, I really do. I, I really do. Um, Pierre, coming in here, do you think the negativity in the fan base around the team and especially the coach is a major contributing factor to this current spiral? Messages in Times Square, for fuck's sakes. They would have seen that. They did see that. Um, I think if that's the case, then we have a... It's even more mentally weak. Massive problem. Yeah. If, if they're... The negativity in the fan base, like when you're talking about fans that are as passionate as football fans in general, mm -hmm. let alone Juventus fans, Max said that perfectly. Maybe about a month ago or two months ago when he was taking heat for uh, probably how he made his coffee in the morning. But he said it. These players need to understand what it's like at Juventus. Because the pressure, the scrutiny, the criticism, it never goes away. Even when it's you're winning. Mm -hmm. Even when you're winning. So, Pierre, if, they, if that's affecting them, then we have bigger problems. Massive issues. Yep. Bigger problems. Uh, if that's now you guys are going to continue on with this. We'll uh, roll through with everything you have more storm the barn and then we'll kind of take a look moving forward and the team and lineups and schedule and everything. Okay. So I would saying, why not play a four, three, three against Frozenone? Cambiaso as a left back, Loca, Rabio, Alcarez as the midfield trio, and then the trident of Dushan, Yildiz, and Chiesa. Okay, so if we do, we believe we're at the point where that absolutely has to happen now to turn things around. You could argue that. You could argue that. No, I. You still wouldn't. I, no. Yeah. So. It's interesting because we got a little bit of a taste of something yesterday, right? And then Max infuriated the fan base by shutting it down pretty quick, right? Because we did yeah, have that, uh, yeah. what we had Vlaovic, we had Chiesa, and Yildiz out there for a brief period, right? So we had them out there for uh, nine minutes. <clears throat> okay. So we had him out nine minutes, and then we ended up getting the change because uh, Yildiz was the one removed mm -hmm. um, to make way for Alcaraz. So, and Max even spoke about the four-three-three, saying he's tried it, okay, and it's a decision. It's something they're preparing for. Something about it, I don't know. I don't know what I can't get into this guy's mind as to why not do it. But I would have to, if I had to take a guess, if you're playing a three, five, two and you keep coughing the ball up and you are opened up easily, a four, three, three gives our midfield, which is a phase in the game where we are all frustrated with. It gives them more coverage. It gives them more responsibility. It puts mm -hmm. more on their plate. He has tried two-man pivot out of the 3-5-2. And I'd be more willing to go that route and try it that way. Maybe you go 3-4-2-1 with Yildiz and Chiesa ahead of your two pivots and Vlaovic up top. I'd be more willing to try that, a subtle change, than a 4-3-3. I don't think this team has the mental capacity right now where it's at 
to shift into a 4-3-3 right at this moment. So I would do mm-hmm. something more subtle like a 3-4-2-1 and say, okay, we are going to try and turn the tide and put an extra attacker out there. I would try that yeah. first. What? Why would we change formation against a team that's actually been scoring? If you were going to change formation, it would have been against a team yesterday that's in the relegation zone. For us, you know, people are like, oh, you know, let's try something against this team. You don't think this team's not going to jump up and bite us in the ass more quick, quicker than Verona has? Like, I don't know. I, I think we should be able with... to handle it. But what what was the first time we played Frosinone? What was that score? Two one. Last time, Yildiz induced. I think that was Yildiz's first goal. Yep. If we're looking at uh, Frosinone, and this is going to be them traveling into Turin, they I have they even won one game away from home though. I no, can check that. They haven't. There's they three haven't. draws and nine losses away from home. It's a different team when they travel. I don't know why, uh, but they're brutal away from home. And just in general, I think a 3-4-2-1 is something I would lean towards the, before going to... They're the, the, they're the worst team in the league away from home. Yeah. I, I would go 3-4-2-1 and do something uh, kind of along those lines. Personally, that's just me personally, everybody. Uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as uh, going with um, a four-three-three, I just think it's a little too much, a little too soon. We can get the attackers out in what we're doing now and still have some type of protection. I don't have the faith in the midfield to rock three of these guys with less protection, kind of around no, them and flooding the midfield. And I don't and have when, the faith. I really don't have the sorry. I don't have the faith in the team to be able to mentally handle uh, a lineup change or, or a system change. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, we we can't even figure out the three five two that we've been playing for two years. You guys want to change it twenty four games into a season? What are we talking about here? You think this yeah. team is going to be able to handle that? People yeah. switching into positions. The passing yesterday, all the passing we missed yesterday would be ten times as worse if we go to a four three three. Yeah. It's everybody's uh, opinion, man. Uh, four, three, three, shift it, okay? But uh, I understand, like the let's try something new. I get, I get that. Yeah. But logically, it's just it's not going to be like a oh we'll just we'll just slide right into a four, three, three. Going to the the what we should try new and why. Just another reason for everybody is backing what I thought previously. Okay, when I was talking to you guys about the roles, the roles he's asking the players to do. Mm-hmm. Change that a bit. Change that a bit first because it's less drastic. I don't I don't think these guys I'm with you. Ant. I don't think we go to a 4-3-3 immediately. Try the 3-4-2-1. Loke and Rabio have been working in a pivot periodically through that winning stretch, and it looked mm-hmm. good. You've got Yildiz, you've got Alcarez that could play ahead of them. You've got Kiesa, mm-hmm. he can also play ahead of them like that. Just try a 3-4-2-1. Kiesa could still have his freedom there. Yildiz can work centrally where he kind of likes to operate. Try it. Alcaraz can easily slot in in one to, in one of those positions as well. If you need help at the pivot side, you still have Hans Nicolucci Caviglia around that can offer that help there, that could play in one of those roles. I think we could do that a lot easier, and it would be less drastic and easier for these guys to tackle, less of a change. The roles, asking guys to play roles more suited to their abilities, 
that might be where Max is failing. Fair enough. But it's got to be up to the guys that get those opportunities then mm -hmm. to make it evident that he's making those mistakes. And that's kind of the point I'm making is they really haven't. So we'll see. Who do you prefer in our back three? I'm going to be honest here. I'm starting to think like your go-to would be Danilo on the right, Bremer in the heart, and Rugani on the left. That was my three right off the top of my head. Yep. That's my three, to be honest, uh, based on what that. I've seen this season and all the work. I'm not giving up on Gatti, but it's, you know, it's frustrating to see some games where it's just so far from locked in and as focused as it needs to be. And it hurts everybody down the line. And it hasn't always been Gatti because other times it's been Danilo. Uh, they all three of them have to be locked in together in that back three. And the second you have one of them that's dragging behind, it starts to hurt. It starts to hurt tremendously. But yesterday, I, I can't agree with anybody that believes Bremer's presence wasn't missed. They looked shaky, shaky, okay? I will um, say Rogani gave up a couple weird fouls yesterday, but hey, he hasn't been playing very much. Another thing I noticed yesterday, no cards in that game. No zero cards. cards, zero yellow cards. Well, we were soft. Now, there should have been one on Yildits on that build-up play. Probably one on uh, for events, but really there's no cards, huh? Side note. Anyways. Yeah. So Chris criticizing uh, Rugani's playing time, which I think we all kind of did too. It was very strange, you know? Yeah. Um, and like I said, hey, as a coach, you live and die by those types of decisions and who you want to back. Um, the one thing was the results were coming. Now, not so much. Sev, Max was offered the job at Real Madrid before coming back here. Do we really think if Ancelotti came here with this exact team, the results would be any different? So we're talking well, about I... Ancelotti coming to this Juve side, taking this team and getting Two years different ago, results. He may he may have demanded different players. There might there would have been different I, spending, different I coaching still staff. Think like no and Ancelotti is an interesting one because. He totally changed. Ancelotti used to be the 4-4-2 guy. Like, die on the hill, 4-4-2. Mm -hmm. He made a change, okay? And it was starting to be the players and almost letting the players decide what he does and what's going on. What is interesting, if you want to look at Ancelotti and what he's doing over there, and we talk about player positions, and these guys are out of positions. Jude Bellingham, look at the position he's fucking playing. He's a midfielder before we go in there. And look at what he's doing. Ancelotti, would he do much more with his team? I don't know. It's a, it's a speculative question that I still stand firm, that I don't know if it's better, that it's drastically better. Again, when we're talking about expectations going into this season, Mine were top two, battling for the title, while not anticipating the leaders almost being at record-setting pace, yep. and Copa Italia. But now, 
Okay, well, shit's here, getting a, in jeopardy. Shit's here's a question in for you then. Here's a question for you then. Uh, let's just say we'll play the game. Let's just say Max is gone next season. Is there any coach that can do better with this with this squad? We don't we don't bring anybody in the summer. Do you think it's possible for a manager to get to squeeze more juice out of this squad? I don't think it is. I think Max is squeezing as much as he can out of this squad. Now there there's some obviously there's improvements that can be made everywhere. I, I get that. I, I, this I is really the, think like, this is the big argument, Matt. I'm yeah. watching pundits go out there and say like he's done a good job with what he has and i'm watching others has. say no they play terrible whatever it's the same in our fan base has yeah. he done what he can or is there more available i don't know how much more somebody else would be getting i i don't know like we're we're just speculating as far as a coach comes in who knows how that's going to play out I hope it's better, but I just feel like when we're talking about the players too, we and everybody's standing back on this. We have these players are capable more, whatever. But what are they doing that gives you that faith? Mm -hmm. You've got a Federico Chiesa who is far from consistent. Health concerns has had multiple stoppages this season. Okay, is on four goals, five goals, whatever. I don't know. Vlaovic. Had his pubalgia issue, had a long drought in the heart of this season where he looked not even close to the player we need or we've had. You have Adrian Rabio, who has had one strong year out of five. You have Kostic, who, Jesus Christ, I can't even know where to begin with. The alternatives, I'm sorry if anybody sold on Illing Jr. Uh, being this be make all break all whatever okay i'm not seeing it Weya was our one signing this summer strong preseason thank you for that that's awesome uh, thank you appreciate it you've got gatti who was a signing what last year and still has a long way of polishing to go um it's i, I don't i can't and then you have the pogba fajoli fiasco I'm not confident in saying somebody else walks in amidst this and just boom, we're miles better. I just don't have that confidence, you guys. Forza Juve, what's Conte known for? What's our biggest problem? I don't believe Max is the problem, but mentality is. Conte is a master at creating a winning mentality. Would you go for Conte in the summer? If we want to play the game, of what coach we would want in a scenario. I'm not, I don't know. I don't know if you're giving me Conte and Malta. I don't know. I honestly don't know because a part of me is Conte so comes in with... hot. Conte is like a gasoline fire. He burns hot at the beginning, but it, man, when it starts to die down, it dies down fast. Oh like yeah, it, man. Like once it starts we... losing gas, it is never Conte is never a good end. It's a great start. This is never another thing end. going back to what I've been saying too is I feel like if Conte walked into this dressing room tomorrow, he's going to be like where are, where are the men? 
Like he's gonna yeah. be like, where are the fucking men around here? Yeah, he he would break a lot of people. I think. I think. Oh a lot of people fuck! Hand, break. Easily, easily. Yeah. I think he would break half these guys because you got a coach right now that protects them, and I think they would just be. It would be the biggest culture shock, and they would be just broken. Mm-hmm. So I think it would take, yeah, probably a summer for him to get that going, whatever. And he needs a summer. But I don't think he. I don't. I wouldn't bring him in. But I. I'm. I'm done see with why returns. People would want to. I'm done yeah. with returns. Something new. I would go with multi if it was between the two of them. And even mm-hmm. in saying that, the part that bothers me is that I don't want a guy getting their first crack at a big team being Juve. And that's the kind of thing that kind of hits me with multi besides the whole inter thing and the fact all that shit. But I, I kind of feel a certain way about a guy getting his first big team crack at Juve. But in a position where we're at now, I kind of feel weird about it. But I would lean towards Malta. Um, that's just me, you guys. Um, now, as far as uh, we got uh, the Spalletti. So it was Spalletti and Conte until Spalletti took that. That Italy thing went down like this with Mancini. Uh, that was crazy. But uh, Conte has very much been in the mix. I want to remind all of you, next Saturday, we have Mirko Di Natale on the show. Oh, nice. That's going to be uh, cool because we're going to be able to get some insight. As far as the Conte thing, I it's just, there's been discussions had, okay? And this is why I feel like we are going down the road of big changes being made this summer. Okay, Mm -hmm. we're going down the road. I believe there's going to be big changes roster. And I do believe we see a managerial change. I really do. I don't think that these guys in the management are, you know, if I look at everything as a whole, Mm -hmm. the emphasis on the fans. Okay, bringing back the stadium atmosphere all this and just perception and kind of regaining this this bill working on the trust from the fans and everything i'm not saying that they're going to make decisions based on how the fans feel or anything like that but i just feel like they're pushing as a whole yeah as a whole they're just pushing to something like new almost reviving Mm -hmm. certain things but something new i i don't i don't know that they keep everything the same i feel like changes are coming okay in terms of conte i'm shocked that romeo gresti has stuck to this zero percent chance thing because there is 100 percent been meetings been discussions he is in the mix he is waiting for that role okay malta is going to be an interesting one to see what happens but uh I want to ask everybody else a question. If mm-hmm. it were possible to make the change, if you pull the trigger, like you could just make the coaching change right now in this moment in time of the season, do you do it? Say Conte could come in tomorrow, or you can't bring Mota, okay? But if Conte could come in tomorrow, would you do that? I say no. No. Nope. And, and the reason I'm going to get my answers is because mm-hmm. you let these guys work themselves out of their shit. Otherwise, these mm-hmm. players get off the fucking hook way too easy. So, no. Mm-hmm. 
you you guys are the same guys that were believing okay in this scudetto chase you let one game out of empoli flip your wigs no 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 it's not one role you guys need to man up no you don't make that change right now you wait till season's end but again everybody's saying easily yes pierre's saying no not this season adam no Ant, you said no how come no uh, because it's such a it's such a monumental shift mid-season yeah. people are like oh you, you just fire the coach oh he's gone no there's like other staff members that leave like behind the scenes there's a big disruption in the whole clubhouse eh? and sort of to your point i don't think the team the players and maybe maybe also some of the the people managing could handle it i don't think they could handle it i think i think it would be nice for maybe a week or two but i really do think that max holds things to holds things together more than people actually see holy shit yeah right i think he does a lot more behind the scenes i think he maybe he's not doing as much but uh or as much as he should but i he's held this team together through a lot of shit last year yeah which i don't think he gets enough credit for and Alex, Has, do I see him here next year? Probably not, but mid-season, no chance. Yeah. Aren't the curva behind Max? The ultras are behind Max. Yes. Yes. But, um, you know, I still said, like, not to say that they're making decisions based on what the fans mm-hmm. feel or not. I just feel like they're building towards kind of something new. I think if there was doubts... Let's just put it this way. Let's put it this way. If there was doubts... Last season, if we hit a stone wall again, because we're not out of this yet, everybody. Like, we still mm-hmm. got to work our way out. You guys have highlighted, we're what, nine points up on Bologna all mm-hmm. of a sudden? 13 to go. You have to still work through this. If we hit this wall again like this, it's going to be interesting. But I feel like changes are coming. But I, I just, I can't pinpoint it right now. Nobody knows. Juntoli is such still this unknown to us, right? You know, like and this even- is something. This is something that I hope we could ask Miracle next week. If anyone who knows who follows the AGC news, it's pretty locked up. Uh, there's not a lot of news. Like there's a lot of news, sort of like from the Gazetta and all the other, you know, people want to generate clicks. And you know, we hey, we report what everybody's saying, right? We don't say whatever's true or false we just kind of like you what do you say we lay it out for you to play it out lay it out for you to play it out but it i get the feeling that juntley came in and plugged all the leaks in terms of news so i don't think like alcrest came out of nowhere yeah i don't think they really they really know what the hell's going on in that clubhouse and what they're thinking yeah and uh, we got a storm in the barn here before we get to a more generalized outlook uh, to kind of mm-hmm. close things off. It, it's it's crazy right now with uh, everything going on. But he says, with a good Mercado, Allegri is expected to go for a Scudetto next season. Can we ask that of a new coach in their first year? Because I want to win now. Good that's question. So that's interesting. So I was actually going to pose that question. So, Pierre, thanks for bringing that up. Ant, I want to get your answer. This is it's sort of silly. If you get a new coach in here, it's you'd normally give them. We always say give them like a Mercado or two to get their to get their team. 
So would it be fair if you bring Motta in to say, you got to win the Scudetto next year? Well, that's what we did with uh, uh, Pirlo and Sarri, but they don't, they didn't have their, they didn't get enough time for their players in their system. Like you need to give a, a manager two years, right? Yeah. What is, what, what do we, we gave Max three. He's in his, right. He's in his third. And what's he doing? He has us in second, probably third. And we have this little hiccup here. So, I don't think it's fair to give a new manager that expectation, but this is Juventus. Like, what are we talking about here? It's Scudetto a bust every season. Yeah. Yeah, I I just... Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, for me, it's it's kind of tough. It seems harsh to ask a guy to, like... It's harsh, if yes. If you finish second or third, whatever, okay, we got to make that next jump. But I don't know. I guess I would have to say... It depends on the improvements made to the roster. Like if we do bring in what I deem, me, just me personally, improvements to the weaknesses on the side, then yeah, I kind of would expect a boost out of the play, out of everything and what we're doing. So it's, it's kind of, it's tough. It might seem harsh, but I, I don't know. For me, I would, the expectation would be to improve on the year prior even if it is a coaching change. So in uh, his first year, I would expect improvement. It's tough right now around uh, UV, everybody. This complete, like I said, brick wall that we hit for the past three years, like again and again and again. Mm-hmm. I can't see everything staying the same while this happens. I just can't. I can't. Um, in terms of Danilo, 10 to 15 days is what's expected for the entry there. Okay. Um, Looks like no ligament damage, which is good. Yeah, no ligament damage, but uh, 10 to 15 days. So uh, Rugani, Bremer, Gatti, but we will probably see Alexandro. What did I say about riding and dying with guys? Max, man, you might be digging your grave here, brother. You might be digging your grave if you haven't already with calls like that, but we will see. Um, by the way, uh, Matt, who isn't with us today, didn't get the uh, AJC gear because Sandro did not start uh, yesterday's game, which was a bet. So You had another bet yesterday? I missed that one. Okay. Oh, yeah, we had a bet going. But uh, Matt, uh, yeah, he's going to have to pay something up to the AJC. All right, so that's one bet for us. Hey, here we go. There we go. <laughs> you know, in terms of Deshilio, back in the squad and called up next weekend against Frozenone, that could be the one that changes it all for us, everybody. Hey, I feel, still doesn't I feel, have I as many. The, the still doesn't have as many pain. minutes of Pogba there. <laughs> We're getting 52. down to the nitty gritty. He's to beat 52. That's the number. 52 Listen, and a half. over. It's, it's tough right now, you guys. We got to... These guys got to get it together. All of them. Coach, players, you got to figure out. You got Frozenone. And then what did I say? March was going to be so critical for Juventus. Now, all of a sudden, it looks like it could be absolute chaos. Because we've got Frozenone. Then you have Napoli, Atalanta, Genoa, and Lazio. Okay? In March. That's our March. That's a tough stretch. That's our March stretch of fixtures and it's looking intense now okay and 
top four all of a sudden when we were saying, you know, no worries, no concerns. Well, shit, nine points isn't a hell of a lot, okay? And things are getting uh, dicey It should now. be. Nine points should be a hell of a lot. But... It should be. But if we can't turn it around, and like I said, the this is the part that's infuriating, is that you're talking about Empoli. You know, you're talking about Udinese, Hellas Verona, and you get two points. That is how you fuck up the table, everybody. Yep. That's exactly how you fuck up the table. In terms of, this is going to kind of be one of the questions that has been asked a lot is, what do you do with the lineup moving forward? And I said this because he chose not to make the statement in that last game. And I know it's Frozenone. And I know they're the worst team away from home. Yes, they still have some firepower. I'm sorry, but I'm taking out some of these guys that haven't been living up to the so-called key guy status or first name on the team sheet. I think you okay. throw that out the window right now with what's going on. Do you agree barring with me? Any in, bar, yeah, barring any injuries midweek in training, something stupid. Who Who's your starting 11 next week? Right now. Let's write it down. Let's see if they'll do it. You got Tech, obviously. They're, well, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do what I would do. Go I ahead. Know he I just want to write it down. Come on, go. I would go Chesney. And yep. I would go Gatti Bremer Rugan. Okay. I would go with McKenny as your right wing back. Yep. I would go Cambiasso with your left wing back. Oh, I ran out. Yep. I would go with Hans Nicolusi Caviglia. Interesting. Yep. I would go with Locatelli. And I would go with Alcarez and Chiesa with Vlaovic up top. So three, four, two, two one. one. Yeah. That's what I would do. I like it. I'm just gonna write that down. See if that comes save that for next week. And yeah, you guys might now, I, I, in the I, limited minutes, in the limited minutes I've seen him, I would 100% play Alcaraz over Medetti. Just bring something different. Yeah. I I just think, for me personally, okay, Kostic and Rabio can't keep getting rewarded with first name on the team sheet. Can't do it. Mm -hmm. And it's not to say that they're the only ones, because they're not. Locatelli's right. Locatelli's riding that too. He's, he's riding that fucking edge, man. He's riding that edge. But the thing is, you have to start somewhere, and you still have to focus on getting the points and balance. You don't want to we completely disrupt the balance. We can't just say, "Hey, fucking all the young guys are going." You know, let's get Meretti, yeah. Alcaraz, fucking Cavilia, uh, yeah. all these guys out. Weya, you can't do that. You still have to focus on the results which matter, but I think Max needs to get this thing of riding or dying with guys that have just not rewarded him out of his head and just see what happens. And when you're in a moment like this, you might have to throw caution to the wind and just say, fuck, we got to do something. 
You got to shake it up. You have to shake it up, in my opinion. What I'll even you- go so far as to say if he doesn't start Rabio next week, I'll give a jersey to one of the AJC Army members. If he about- doesn't start? Yes. So if, if he, he starts, start- oh, if he doesn't start him, you will. If he doesn't reward. start Rabio. I'd be uh, shocked. You- yeah. And here we go. Pierre saying Write no that chance down, kids. he drops Rabio. More if Rabio starts of, uh, from the bench next week, I'll donate a jersey to the 55 that this guy had to pay for all season. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, we got a couple more on route. That's going to be the last, and then I'm done, and you will never see a bet like that again. But congratulations, everybody. Now, well, that's, probably that doesn't include if he's injured midweek in some stupid training accident. Wait, wait, wait. No stipulations, man. Hey, I almost got burnt with the Sandro thing because Bremer got suspended. So, hey, <laughs> it's all, it's all, it's all good. Yeah, you guys, uh, that is what I would do because that is one of the main questions around right now. Anth, I'm going to ask you, what would you do? Like looking at my lineup that I've kind of drawn up, is that along what you're thinking, or would you do something else? I, I don't know about the three, four, two, one. I think that's again. I don't think this team's mentally strong enough to handle it for ninety minutes. I think it's something we could slide into. You know, after like the sixtieth minute, they'd get it. I like it though. I I think it doesn't. It doesn't upset. Like I said, it doesn't upset the balance of yeah. what we've been playing. Um, it's just like minor minor changes here and there. I like the fact that Dusan and, and Kies out there. I want to see what this Alcaraz kid has. I know. Medetti gets into the right positions. I, I'm going to say this about Medetti. People always think I hate on the kid. He, yeah, he's still young. I get it. He gets to the right spots. It's just that that edge. He doesn't have that edge yet. Maybe it's just going to take time. Maybe it just takes some more panini. I don't know. But oh, I, I love this Alcaraz uh, kid. I love a good panino. Love a good panino. Now, God, Pierre, what do you guys think of Alcaraz? I think he's intriguing. I think he's intriguing. Yes. And I think. We should see some more. We should see some more. Um, mm-hmm. I'd start him. I would start him against Frozenone. Based yes. on what the other guys have done, he's something different. We need someone with his traits to kind of help out in the middle. I would absolutely start him. I think he's uh, very, very intriguing. Now, we do have some outside uh, stuff to talk about. Okay, so we had uh, it's Roberto Baggio's birthday. One of the all-timers, okay? absolute Mm all-timers holy hell could we have used roberto baggio somebody 57 year old and i see a friend of the show long time og supporter ramey there out there on uh, social media posting Mm -hmm. uh even baggio would uh fail under allegri absolutely not baggio needed a ball and that's it ball Mm -hmm. and a pitch he'll do the rest that's how fucking good that guy was okay Absolutely. Absolutely not. This uh, whole coach's uh, notion thing, whatever. Baggio was incredible. Okay. Um, one of my absolute, uh, well, how can he not be one of my absolute favorites? Probably the most talented Italian player ever. I'd probably go as, I don't even think that's really in question. Most talented Italian. Pretty hard to argue that against that one. You know, I'm yeah. going to agree with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Most talented Italian player, like, Hands down, I don't. I'm sure like, some of these I, older guys would have uh, guys older than us, if that's possible, would have some arguments with uh, some of those other guys. But yeah, sure, I'll say for, yes most of the time. Yeah, for for Italians, like I and just talent, 
it just sheer talent, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. And someone who played in that many fan bases, right? And is beloved across, across the country, across fan bases. Not yeah. going to find that these days. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, we're talking about Baggio. Yeah. You on. should look at some of the coaches this guy played under that the heat and shit they took, whatever. It didn't matter with that guy. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter with that guy. Uh, it's uh, it's a little bit uh, of a stretch there, okay? But uh, Omar Sivori was not yeah, Italian. Yeah. Was Sivori Italian, actually? I thought he was. I didn't think he was Italian. Sivori could be up there. But I think Baggio's most talented Italian. Come on. Stop it. Stop it, everybody. You're going to hurt yourselves. Trying to uh, fight it? You're gonna hurt yourselves. Yeah, just trying to trying to fight this. Just let it be. Man. Let uh, it be. Omar Sivordi, Argentine Italian. Okay. I thought uh, he was uh, a solely Argentinian. So there we go. Okay. Sivordi, be in the mix there. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, everybody. Okay. But uh, you know, it's it's a fucking war zone out there right now for Juventus. Yeah. Yeah, Twitter's kind of a it's a bit of a battle zone. Uh with, Opposing fan bases love it as always, but that's what it is. Yeah. Um, just get you got to fight through it, kids. You got you really just got to fight through it. Yeah, that's Turn all you really volume. can do. And like I said, we have our feelings, we have our opinions, we have whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know what the correct step is. I don't think anybody really knows. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping that the management does because they're the ones on the day to day and they got to figure, figure this out. mess out. Mm-hmm. So as far as Allegri goes, you're going to have to figure it out. But like I said today, I'm not Allegri in. I'm not Allegri out. Okay? Mm-hmm. I am always pro Juventus. Okay? Mm-hmm. The guys that are there day to day have to sort this mess out. But I am not willing to relieve accountability from these players that don the shirt and i stand firm on my okay i stand firm on my take that we are trying to make a living out of a majority of guys that are probably just squad players at an actual juventus team a real juventus team okay and Mm -hmm. we're trying to make a living out of these guys okay so as far as expectations go and stuff like that, I think everybody's expectations are different. And it's great that we can just simply make a statement like this. Three years, I want a Scudetto. Yeah, that's normal. Have these three years been anything but normal? Has the team on paper increased dramatically, dramatically on paper from year one to year three. Have those players shown it on the pitch? There's a lot of these other things that take away this whole three years I want a Scudetto thing. It's context. It's perception. It's all of this. So I still think at the end of the day, you keep hitting a stone wall, you're... You're cooking with fire. I'd like to see Max change things up. 
I'm not sure if he does. All we can do is hurry up and wait for that game against Frozenone. Anth, your closing thoughts on this one as we wrap things up? Uh, well, I, I like this question here. How many of our current squads start for the 2017 Champions League finalist Juventus team? I was trying to bring up the squad. Yeah, bring I think up the my, squad. I think my answer is going to be zero, but I got to try and oh, line up. <laughs> here we go. Um, so Juventus had so the so the big three at the back. Rosalie, Bonucci, Chiellini, Sandro. So it was a 4-2-3-1. And then the two were Pjanic and Kadira. And then Danny Alves, Dybala, Mandzukic, and then uh, Higuain. How many players from this team start in that one? Okay. Bremer. Maybe. Maybe. Figure out how to get Bremer in there. Because those guys were so good. But let's give you Bremer. Okay. Pjanic, Kadira. Who's taking them probably, out? McKenny? Right. I'm going to say they probably stay in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Danny Alves, Dybala, Mandzukic. I don't see. Nope. Maybe Chiesa can get in there, but I doubt it. Over Not Danny for... Alves? Maybe. Maybe. And then... Uh, I'm taking Higuain over Dusan at the at, – what are we talking about? I don't think so. – I think you got maybe one guy. Maybe one. Maybe Maybe Bremer. One. Bremer. That's what we need That's to strive. That's where I'll leave it. Yeah. Did I freeze up? Yeah, that, and that's what we need to strive for more than anything is that, okay – that's what we need mm-hmm. to strive for. But you guys, all we can do is hurry up and wait. Frozen Nones mm-hmm. next on deck. You guys take it easy out there. It's a war zone. Let's see it's what happens. Let's see where the chips fall. We have down. to write the ship. For Max, I ask you, please make some changes. All right. Something. Make some changes. Let's see what goes down. Everybody, take care. Enjoy the rest of your weekends. We'll be uh, keeping you live uh, in tune with the news updates as always, all right? And we'll speak to you all throughout the week, and then we'll see what happens with Frozenone. Can't drop anything there. Take care, everybody. Thank you, as always, live chat. You guys are fantastic, all right? So take care. Fino alla fine, forza Juve, no matter what. Ciao tutti. Set the tone. Yeah.